Hello and welcome to the Rejoicing Together podcast, a ministry of Maysville Baptist Church, where we share stories of God's transforming power as seen in the lives of our church members. On this week's episode, we sit down with Michelle Letson and talk about giving God glory through difficult situations as we talk about her journey with lung cancer. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, hello and uh, welcome to the Rejoicing Together podcast. My name is Nate Trawick, and tonight I am joined by Miss Michelle Letson. Miss Michelle, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Nate. Um, so tonight, um, I've asked Miss Michelle to come on, and uh, tonight, if you just want to maybe start by sharing a little bit about uh, who you are, um, just kind of the basics, you know, what you've done in life, kids, family, so on and so forth. I'm Michelle Letson. I'm married to Josh Letson. We have been married almost 10 years in July. I have two sons, and Josh has one son. Together, we have seven grandchildren. We have been coming to Maysville for five years. Probably a lot of people in the church have heard through prayer requests, stuff like that going out about um, your journey with cancer, but maybe just kind of share and walk through um, what all's going on with that and, and all that. Well, I was diagnosed with stage 3C lung cancer on May the 19th, 2021. At first, I was devastated. But I prayed about the situation, and I said that this is God's journey for me. Mm. And in that journey, I was fine with everything, with the outcome, whether I, whether the cancer took me out or I survived it. Mm. You know, I was just there just to serve God, you mm. know, and to um, be a testimony to people that maybe needed that. So... In six and a half weeks, I had seven chemo treatments and 30 radiation treatments. I went to radiation every day, and I went to chemo once a week. Through these treatments, I never got sick, and I never lost weight. Hmm. Most people with cancer stay sick the whole time and lose tremendous amount of weight. Well, I didn't, and I give all God the glory for that. He was with me through every bit of that. Mm. And during that, you know, I always wanted to to know if I was showing people that I live for God, you know. And through three incidents, um, it was proven to me. One, my doctor asked if she could pray with me after we found out. Another one was a technician that um, was doing one of my CT scans. Never seen him before in my life. And he's like, well, Michelle, I have a question. Can I just pray for you? And I said, sure. Hmm. So he prayed for me. I mean, these are complete strangers, you know, and I just feel that was God's way of showing me, you know, you you are really showing people that I am working in you. Hmm. So it's, it's been a good journey. Yeah, and I, I just from the outside looking in, I can definitely see that in you. I, I know just, um, you know, you've missed some church, mm-hmm. but uh, for you to have gone through what you've been through and just to see every Sunday morning, you just have joy on your face. Like whenever I see you, you just always look like, I Michelle, think. I mean, you, you haven't changed. <laughs> That's um, what everybody <clears throat> said. They say I have a sparkle in my eye. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. that I, my sister tells me, you don't look like you have cancer. You don't act like you have cancer. 
you don't show any signs of cancer. Mm. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. So uh, that kind of leads to the next question. You know, uh, um, how have you seen uh, the Lord work in and through this? Um, obviously, you know, you've gotten to interact with other people through this, doctors, people like that. Um, but also, I'm sure in your own life, you've got some stories of how uh, you've seen God working in through that. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's worked a lot of ways in my in this journey of mine. One particular day, I went for my chemo treatment. Well, it was the week we were having vacation Bible school. And Mary Beth had told me the night before, now you're having chemo and radiation, don't come in here. So I got up, I went to radiation, I went to chemo. Well, that day I was getting my wig, and um, I had to pay a big co-payment, or, yeah, a co-payment. So I had to pay that, and it was like $500. Well, a friend of mine had gave me the money to pay that. So when I got up there, the lady told me I didn't owe anything. I didn't make my deductible. And I was like, really? You know? Hmm. And so I said, Okay. And all I could say was, thank you, God, you know. So then um, I go into the wig place, which is right there in the doctor's office or in the cancer treatment. And I asked the lady, I said, how much do I owe you? She said, you don't owe me anything. The foundation paid for this. Hmm. And I said, are you sure? And she said, yes, ma'am. And I said, okay. So I'm like, you know. This is just too good to be true. You know, God is really working. So then I go in for my treatment, and um, the girl that was going to do my treatment that day, um, the week before, I'd had a bad reaction. So they have to give me uppers and downers to actually, so I could accept my chemo. And um, she came to me, and she said, Michelle, before I start this, I want to tell you I prayed over your chemo. And so that evening when I got home, Josh said, are you um, going to go to church tonight? And I said, yeah. He said, I thought Mary Beth told you to stay at home. I said, well, when you've had God work in your way three times today, mm. you've got to go serve him mm. because you can't just sit here and not reward him for what he's done for you today. Absolutely. So I come to VBS and Mary Beth was not happy. <laughs> Until I told her about my day, you know. So that's just, you know, you see things like that, and you can't not do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, three things in two hours? I mean, really? Yeah. yeah. How's your family responded to all that? I mean. Um, there, I have a very good support team in my family and my church family, and um they're just amazed you know i have a brother that is not saved and we've been talking to him and through this i think he's closer than he was before (laughs) and in this my daddy got saved and got baptized back in june (laughs) so you know it works good through other people in my family so yeah absolutely absolutely um which Leads really well to the next question. Uh, obviously, one of my favorite verses in all the Bible, Romans eight twenty eight, mm-hmm. um, says says this says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who are called according to His purpose. Um, I know in my life, 
when things get hard, it gets hard to see that. Um, it does. And it gets really easy to focus on, like, the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but how have you seen God working for your good and for his glory through all this? I have a grandson that's 12 years old. Not seen him in 11 years. And when his mother found out that I had cancer, she made sure that I met him. And we have a relationship now. Hmm. And God, if it wasn't for God, that would not have happened. Hmm. You know. But um, my faith, I mean, my faith for him has grown so so much stronger because I've just left it all to him. And he just shows me the way. So, and, you know, I've been diagnosed again on my right lung with two spots. And I was kind of down about that. And I was like, not again, you know. (laughs) But then I have to think, God brought you through a bigger storm. Hmm. Two little spots, he can bring you through that storm. So so you've been diagnosed with not just the first set of cancer, but more cancer now. Yes, I have. So, um Again, you know, just, just from watching on the outside again, like, it's just like something will happen and it gets better and you get here, like watching the prayer reports, it's like, oh, hey, like, um, you know, Michelle's got cancer. Oh, well, you know, treatment went well. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, something went wrong. Oh, well, you know, it got better. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, now she's got cancer again. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's really been a roller coaster, I'm sure. How, How do you... How do you maintain joy in and through that? I just pray to God every (laughs) minute of the day and just Mm. give me peace about everything. You Mm. know, a few weeks ago, I wasn't at peace. I was like, well, if I do my immunotherapy, I'm going to get cancer. If I don't do immunotherapy, I'm going to get cancer. What am I supposed to do? You know, and I got really down, you know, Mm -hmm. and then God showed me, you're going to fight this through. Mm -hmm. It's going to be there and you're going to fight through it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I plan on doing. He's got me where he's got me today and it's made me a stronger person. So, you know, the New Testament, one of the big themes in the New Testament is Mm -hmm. the hope that we have in Jesus, um, the peace that we can have in him. Um Obviously, when you're facing a situation like you're facing, like you've faced for... How, how long has it been now since you've been... Since diagnosed? May. Since May. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's been almost a year. Almost a year. Almost a year. So when you're walking through a situation like you're walking through right now, uh, my my wife, Emily, her mom had breast cancer when we were, when we were in high school. Um, and it was like stage two or three... Um, but the, the prognosis wasn't really bad. But even in that, like, there was a big, like, a knot in your stomach constantly mm-hmm. of, like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, I hope everything's going to be okay. How how does everything the Bible says about the hope and peace we have in Jesus, how have you seen that work out in your life? It's made me a stronger person mm-hmm. and more faith. I have more faith in him now. Now, a year ago, I probably wouldn't have. But I do now because I know that he's going to take care of me whether it goes out or if it stays in. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm good with 
whatever, you yeah. know, because I know I'll be going to a good place mm. better than here. But I'd like to stay here with my family for a little while, <laughs> but I'm good with either one. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I have more faith in him. I want to serve him more because he's been so good to me. How, given all that you've gone through, um, both to people who are going through similar situations and to just people who are living their everyday life, what advice would you give to them as it comes to the Christian life? What, what, what would you, what have you learned through this that you would have told yourself before you got cancer? I would have more faith and believing in him and i would pray pray more because just a little bit of prayer ain't gonna get it (laughs) (laughs) to get your joy you know and just to to make sure that you give him all the praise and glory for it you mentioned earlier that that god has sustained you through all this um and that He's brought you through stuff, you know, provided financially, you know, all these things. How would you describe how God has sustained you? When you say that God has sustained you, um, what does that look like on a daily basis? That he gives me peace. I don't worry near as much. Hmm. He gives me peace about it. He, um, he gives me joy about it. I mean, hmm. I just, I don't. I try not to dwell on it. When I do think about it, it's like he's knocking on my heart saying, Mm-mm, we're not going to do that, yeah. you know, or he'll tell somebody to tell me something, and I'm like, hmm, there I go again, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just try to live for him. Yeah. Um, and then and then, last question, um, how important has – Obviously, you mentioned your family, and you mentioned a little bit your church family too, but how important has having a family of faith, a church family, how important has that been? And how have you seen maybe some stories about how the church has really just come alongside you and helped you through this? Well, it's just an awesome feeling to have a family and a church family. I don't know how I lived without a church family Hmm. before. I mean, it's just awesome. And they have stood by me 100% through different Sunday schools. They've had me come in and talk to the Sunday school and tell them my progression and what's going on. That really has touched me. The people in the church, pastors, you all have reached out to me. You may not reach out to me every week, but you do reach out to me. That means a lot to me. And... Just everyone here on the staff, the fa- the church members, I couldn't ask for anybody better to be to me when they see me mm-hmm. or when they talk to me or they just reach out on a text message. It means the world to me. Mm-hmm. I know we definitely weren't intended to walk life alone in any circumstance. Right. Um, but when God brings difficult times in and trials into our life you know that's all the more time to have people around you who love you and who can support right. you and pray for you so yeah I just don't know how people do it without a church family 
I just really don't understand that part, you know, because I would feel very lost if I didn't have a church family. And each time that I was diagnosed with anything, we had our family got together and we had a prayer time, Hmm. like the day before my whatever procedure or anything. Or when I was diagnosed, we always had a prayer time. There were 20 to 30 people that came to our house and prayed. And um, through that prayer, I prayed to be a testimony to people, that I would have a testimony to tell people and try to get them, whether it was to save a lost person. If one person was saved for it, it was all worth it. And um, that's what we're having this week is... A prayer time on Thursday night because I have a lung biopsy on Friday. But my Bible verses or verse is Proverbs thirty one twenty five. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. <laughs> and then my song is God's not done with me yet. <laughs> well, certainly God's not done with you yet, and uh, I'm excited to continue to watch how God uses you. And um, like, I'm just gonna be honest, like. I've never, like, we've never really sat down and talked before, mm-hmm. um, but just from, like, watching from afar, like, I have been so encouraged by you, honestly. Well, thank you. Um, and as much as I'm sure you wonder on a daily basis, you know, like, am I, am I doing, am I living for the Lord, you know, right. am I, like, just, just from the outside looking in, like, I, I have seen the joy of the Lord in your heart, um, in so many days when I know that you've been struggling. Mm. Um, and, and just the testimony that you come to church. I, I mean, I know so many people, especially in a day like today, when there's right. so many reasons not to come to church. Mm-hmm. You haven't stopped coming. You haven't stopped being involved. And um, I just want to say thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. Because um, it has been a huge encouragement to me and my heart. Um, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people who can say the same thing. So, um, Miss Michelle, thank you for coming on tonight. And I hope that uh, those who listen tonight would uh, uh, enjoy the episode. And it was uh, challenging and encouraging to them. And uh, we hope to have you back next week. Thanks so much. Thanks again so much for listening to our podcast today. The Rejoicing Together podcast is a ministry of Maysville Baptist Church. We hope and pray that this episode has encouraged and will challenge you to grow in your faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you would like more information about the church, our other ministries, or information on how to support those ministries, please visit maysvillebaptist.net. If you have questions about today's episode or would like to speak with a pastor, please contact the church. Again, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a blessed day.